Welcome to Reading to Kids podcast. I'm your host, Jenna. And I'm your host, Peyton. And we're here to read to you or with you. We know that sometimes moms and dads don't always have the time or the motivation to read to their kids each night, and we know how important it is. So, on those nights that you're not in the mood, we're going to do it for you. Can't wait to read with you. So, today, I don't think anything exciting happened. No? Did anything exciting happen with you? No. I know, today was kind of just like a boring, not boring, but just like a normal day. Nothing exciting. It was like, nothing happened. Actually, we set, we, yeah, yeah, we actually, we set, what, what happened? We set it up to um, snake cages for me. Yeah, we set up the snake cages, and we kind of like cleaned and rearranged our room a little bit. That was exciting because it looks really mm-hmm. cute, right? And, yeah. And, um... Yeah. That's it. Yeah. yeah. So, and guess what? What? Because because it snowed, since there was snow outside and there, it was raining, like, we couldn't... It was in store recess. Oh, you had it. Oh, you had indoor recess? Yeah. Dang it. I'm sorry. Well, you know what? It was probably really cold outside anyway, so that's fine. Okay. All right. We're going to finish Junie B. Jones and the Mushy Gushy Valentine. Oh, my gosh. You know what? I don't think... Oh, we did say that. Mushy Gushy Valentine. I remember saying the M. I don't remember if we said the name of the book in the last episode. I don't remember. Anyway, so Junie B. Jones and the Mushy Gushy Valentine. You ready? Yeah, we said. We did? Mm -hmm. I don't remember. I'm going to turn that light on. Okay, chapter five. Valentine's time. Valentine's Day came on Friday, and guess what? My grandma, Helen Miller, brought me a special Valentine outfit, and it matched my heart antennas very perfect. Oh, we need to get you. You know who has really cute holiday outfits? Target. Target. Let's go to Target. <laughs> that day at school, I skipped around room nine because I, I was a treat for the eyes, I tell you. Finally, I sat in my seat and I took attendance. And guess what? Nobody was absent. I think what? nobody was absent. I think it's because everybody wanted to go to the, the Valentine's Day party. Because who wants to miss a party? That's why. After attendance, Miss put a special Valentine's apron on. It had a big heart pocket on the front. Stop. Please stop doing that. Why? Because it's obnoxious. Then, Miss filled our heart pocket with Valentine's cards from the box, and she delivered... What is obnoxious? What is obnoxious? Like, Mm -hmm. annoying. (laughs) Then, Miss filled the heart pocket with Valentine's cards from the box, and she delivered them to all of the children. And wait until you hear this. The very first Valentine's delivered was to me, Junie B. Jones. And it said my name right on the envelope. Yahoo! I shouted real thrilled. I am the first again, miss. Yahoo! Yahoo! Remember, because she was the first to bring her Valentine's. After that, miss kept on delivering cards until the whole Valentine's box was empty. Then all of us got to open our cards. Yeah. Then all of us got to open our cards. Our cards. It was as fun as a birthday party, I tell you. That's kind of cool. After, okay, after Lucille finished opening her Valentine's, she called Grace to our table. Come here, Grace. Come here and bring your Valentine's. Then I could, here comes the yawn. Then I can count your car, our cards. And we'll see who got the most from the boys, she said. Grace came over. She smiled, kind of nervous. Well, okay, here goes, she said. Then Grace pulled all of her valentines in front of me and Lucille, and then she counted them one by one. Pretty soon, Grace wasn't smiling anymore. Rats, I knew I wouldn't have, I shouldn't have come over here, she said. Lucille grinned a tiny bit. Why, Grace, she asked. How many did you get? You have to tell me, Grace, how many? Grace did a big sigh. I only got 17, she said. I only got one crumb from every person, and that's all. No extras. Lucille's face lighted up very bright. She flipped her hair all around the air. Why does Lucille like to make her friends feel bad about themselves? I don't know. That is 
just not a good friend and it's not nice and it makes people feel bad about themselves. I hope you never do that to people. If you ever get more than somebody, don't make them feel bad about it. You just keep it to yourself and nobody needs to know. Because all it does is hurt people's feelings, right? Mm -hmm. And even if it makes you feel really, really good, just go like this inside. Close your eyes and like smile and keep it in your heart so it doesn't hurt people's feelings. Right? Yeah. yeah. Gee, I'm sorry to hear that, Grace. She said, well, I suppose I should count mine now. This kid, man. After that, Lucille counted her cards in front of me and Grace. Then she counted them right out loud. Four, 13, 14, 15, 16. All of a sudden, Lucille stopped counting because there was one more Valentine left in her pile. That's why. She quick stood up at her seat and she looked around herself. First, she looked under her table. Then she looked on top of her chair and all over the floor. Also, she looked in her pockets and her backpack and her purse. Finally, she sat back down real upset. I don't understand, she said. How could this be happening? Every day, my Nana tells me how special I am, but 17 Valentines isn't special at all. 17 Valentines is just the same as everybody else. I did aside. Nana's I said, you can't believe a word they say. Grace looked cheerier. Count yours, Junie B. Count your Valentines to see if you got 17 like me. Of course I got 17, silly Grace, I told her. Everyone in the whole classroom got 17. It was a rule, remember? After that, I put my cards in a pile and I counted them right out loud. Just like Lucille. I did a frown. Then I counted again. Because guess what? Somebody broke the rule, that's why. I springed up in my chair. All right, people, who didn't send me a valentine? And do not try to deny it because I've only got 16 cards in my pile. I pointed my finger at Meanie Jim. It was you, Mr. Huh? Are you the meanie head who didn't send me one? I looked around. Or maybe it was you, Mr. Polly Allen Puffer. Are you, Charlotte, who I don't actually know is your, who I don't actually know your last name? Because she doesn't know Charlotte's last name. Or you, Roger. Or then Miss swooped me off my chair. Oh gosh, look at that angry face. That was all. Do not stand in your chair, Judy B, she said, and please do not fight about Valentine's. If someone didn't send you a card, it was a mistake. No one would do something like that on purpose. I am sure of it. After that, I sat back down in my seat and I looked at that woman very curious because n Miss is a nice teacher, but sometimes she doesn't understand children at all. <laughs> Chapter six, bingo. I put my head down on my table because I needed to figure out who didn't send me a valentine. That's why. I thinked and thinked real hard. Then all of a sudden, I springed up. Lucille. I thinked of a plan. I thinked of how to find that guy. All of a sudden, all I have to do is see the names of who signed my valentine. And whoever is missing is a person that didn't send me one. Lucille looked admiring at me. That is very smart of you, Junie B. She said, you should be on cops. <laughs> I know it. I, she, I said back, my head is as sharp as a tack. Ooh. After that, I got all my Valentines in a pile and me and Lucille looked at the people who signed them. We kept track of their names. Very good. Only too bad for me because seven of my Valentines weren't even signed. Darn it, I said. Now what am I supposed to do? Just then I saw Miss hurrying to my table again. Junie B, I have some good news for you, she said. Guess what I just found in the bottom of the Valentine's box? I sat up real quick. Guessing games are my favorite, of course. A meatball, she said. Miss did a frown. No, Junie B, why would there be a meatball in the box? Think about it. What have people been putting in the Valentine's box all week? Valentine cards, I said. Oh, Valentine's cards, I said real smart. Right, she said. And how many Valentines did you get today? 16, I told her. Yes, you were missing one, weren't you? And so what do you think I found in the bottom of the box just now? This time, I thought my hardest, a meatball. <laughs> Miss rolled her eyes way up at the ceiling. I looked up there too, but I didn't see anything. Finally, Miss pulled a giant envelope from behind her. No, this, Junie B. This is what I found in the bottom of the box. I found this big envelope and it's addressed to you. My mouth came open very shocked. Then all of a sudden I clapped my hands real thrilled. Hey, wait a second here. Maybe this could be my missing Valentine. 
Ugh, Miss looked at me funny. Bingo, she said kind of soft. Yes, I shouted. Bingo, bingo, bingo. <laughs> after that, I jumped up and down and I danced all around because nobody broke the rule after all. And that was very nice of them. After I finished dancing, I opened up my envelope. It was the beautifulest card I ever saw. It had lace and hearts all over the front and a purple ribbon and it was weaved all around the edge. Look, miss, look, look. It's a mushy, gushy kind, I said. I always wanted one of those things. Who sent it, huh? Read me their name, okay? Who sent it, who sent it? Miss opened the card up and looked at the name. Then she laughed out loud. Well, 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 it looks like you've got yourself a fan, she said and ruffled my hair. This card is signed from your secret admirer. Do you know who that what that means? Mm -mm. What is what is it? Do you know what it means when you admire something? You really like something like, oh, I admire this bed that you have. That means you really like it. Mm. But you could also admire pets. You could admire cars, but you could also admire people. Mm. And so she has a secret admirer. So somebody that has a crush on her that doesn't want her to know because they're nervous. What? I raised my eyebrows. Huh? What? Who? Miss smiled. A secret admirer is somebody who likes you very much, but he's too shy to tell you, she explained. I guess your Valentine's Day turned out pretty good after all, huh? She said. Yes, my Valentine's Day turned out almost perfect, I said. Now, all I have to do is figure out who my secret admirer is and I will be in business. After that, I put my head on my table and I closed my eyes because I needed to think of another plan, of course. That is a very fancy valentine. There's a ribbon all the way around it. That is crazy. Wink, wink. Chapter 7. Another plan did not come easy. I thinked and thinked for a real long time. Finally, I tapped on my bestest friend, Lucille. Want to help me, Lucille? I asked. Want to help me figure out my secret admirer? Lucille did mad eyes at me. Just because you have a secret admirer doesn't mean you're prettier than me, she said, very annoyed. <gasps> she didn't say that. Jeez Louise, just... See, that's another thing that I don't particularly think is nice of Lucille. She can't be happy for somebody else that has something that she doesn't have. Like, she gets really jealous. If somebody else has something that's really cool, just be excited for them, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh my God. Yeah, I'll help you. And then you could like hug them and shake them and be like, "This is so cool! I want one! I'm so excited for you!" Right? Yeah. Yeah, because you could say like, you don't have to be like, "I'm jealous. I want one." You could be like, "I want one too. This is so cool!" Right? Yeah. You don't be like, just because you have a, a boyfriend that does that doesn't want to tell you mm -hmm. who he is, doesn't mean you're prettier than me and you're like she's like i didn't say that jeez jeez louise i looked surprised at her i never said i was prettier lucille good for you junie b she's good at sticking up for herself i never said i was prettier lucille i said it's just that someone in room nine loves me better than he loves you and i keep on wondering who it is and that's true that's true lucille leaned close to my face it's a cuckoo head boy that's who it is she said after that she scooted her chair to the end of the table and she turned her head away from me so lucille thinks that only a weirdo boy would like Ginny b she does she just get ruder and ruder i hope that in the next book she goes to second grade and she ditches lucille because she is just a snobby snob yeah. brat I did a mad breath at that girl. When, like, she, like when she spend the night, you can't even like touch her bed. I know, she's a weirdo. Keep on acting like that and you'll be sweeping your own castle, I said. Oh, God. After that, I looked around room nine and guess who saw? I saw Crybaby William. That's who. Or guess who I saw? I saw Crybaby William. That's who Crybaby William sat right behind me. He is the shyest guy I ever heard of, and so maybe he might be my secret admirer. I spinned around in my chair, and I waved at him. Hello, shy boy. I said, oh, 
Hello, shy boy, I said real cute. William looked nervous at me. What do you want, he said. I wrinkled up my nose, very darling. Yeah, only you don't have to be shy anymore, William, because I think I know your secret, I said. After that, I put my chin on the table and I winked at him some more. Only, mm. I'm not really good at winking, so I have to <laughs> say the words. Wink, wink, William, I said. Wink, wink, mm. wink. See my eye? See how it's trying to wink at you? William's face started to sweat. Turn around, please. I did a giggle, because that admirer boy was shyer than I thought. You're a silly sausage, William, I said. Then I tried to tickle him under his chin, but William swatted my hand away. I tapped my finger on the table. Then it's not him. Yeah. Okay, here's the thing, William. Swatting my hand away is not actually that admiring, so please do not do that again. After that, I tried to tickle his chin again, but this time he just ducked under the table. I did a frown, because something did not seem right here. Finally, I bended my head down and I peeked at him. I'm going to take a wild guess here, William. You're not actually my secret admirer, are you? No, William said. No, no, no. After that, I did a big sigh and I turned my chair back to my own table. I looked all around room nine again and guess what boy I saw next. I saw Polly Allen Puffer, that's who, and he is always teasing me. And so maybe he's my secret admirer. No. I zoomed to his table, speedy fast. Wink, wink, Polly Allen Puffer, I said. Wink, wink, wink. What's wrong with your eye, he said. I puckered up my lips and I blowed him a kiss. Thank you for my beautiful valentine, Paul, I said. Polly Allen Puffer looked strange at me. Paul? Who's Paul? What beautiful valentine? My valentine was the one with oozy slime monster in front. He said, don't you remember it? Just then I made a face because I remembered it, of course. I hurried back to my seat again. That's when I saw a boy named Ham. Ham hardly even knows me. And so, he's a worthy try, I think. I quick went to his table. Okay, Ham, run. Oh, okay, what if it's... <sighs> oh my God, what if it's Jim? O-M-G. Okay, Ham, I'm running out of patience here, so listen very careful. I faced my eyeball at him. Wink, wink, okay? Now, you're my are you my secret admirer or not? Please tell me the truth or you will be sorry. Ham sticks his tongue out at me, and he also put his thumbs in his ears and flapped his hand up and down. Alrighty, I said. I'm going to take that as a no. After that, I went back to my table, and I sat down real frustrated. I put my heads down very gloom, and guess what else? Finding a secret admirer is not as easy as it sounds. Chapter 8. Who knew? Pretty soon, the bell rang for recess, and I hurried over to my friend Grace, because maybe she would help me find a secret admirer. Both of us skipped outside and played and to the playground. Then, all of a sudden, I stopped real fast, because I accidentally left my beautiful valentine on the table, and I didn't want anyone to take that lovely thing. Wait, Grace, wait right there. I will be back in a jiffy. After that, I ran my fastest back to room nine. What do you Wait, we're not there yet. Hold on. And guess what? I spied on that meanie gem at my table, and he was picking up my beautiful card. Hey. Hey, what do you think you are doing, mister? I yelled real loud. Then I zoomed to my table zippity-quick, and I yanked that card right out of his mitts. After that, I started running to the door, but Meanie Jim springed right in front of me, and he held up his hand. Stop, he yelled. Don't take that valentine outside. If you take that valentine outside, it'll get dirty. <gasps> I think you're right. I made squinties, squinty eyes at him. No, I will not get it dirty, I said. And anyways, this is none of your beeswax, Jim. Jim stamped his foot. Yes, it is too, my beeswax, Looney B. Jones, he yelled. That card costed me a whole month's allowance, and I don't want you to get dirt on it. <gasps> it was Jimini. Oh, my gosh. I knew it. Oh, my gosh. You are good. As soon as he said that, I quick put my hands over my mouth, but I already heard those words. I did a gulp. You, Jim? You are the one who bought me this card, I asked? Why? 
How come? Is this kind of some kind of meanie boy joke? Jim started sputtering a real lot. Yes, I mean, no, uh, I mean, I didn't, I didn't buy that card. It just looks like it cost a lot of money, that's all. And whoever bought it spent his whole allowance on it, I bet. <laughs> oh, he's trying to be sneaky. Oh, that's so cute. I kept staring at that boy because something smelled like fish here, that's why. But if you're not the one who gave me that valentine, how come you're acting so funny, Jim? I asked. And how come your words are <laughs> sputtering and nervous? And how come your face is reddish and blotchish? Just then, Jim clunked himself in the head. Darn it, I knew it. I ruined it. I ruined, ruined everything. Now everybody in room nine will know that I like you and I wanted to stay a secret, he said. Then, all of a sudden, my whole face felt happy. You like me, Jim? You really, really like me? Because you never acted like you like me. And so, when did you like, when, since when did you like me? That, that I is knew what, it. That is what I would like to know. Jim's face got a silly look. I've always liked you, he said real quiet. I just act like I don't like you, so nobody will know I like you. I looked confused at him. But if you like me, how come you always call me names, I asked. Jim shrugged his shoulders. Because you call me names, he said. I just did a big breath. Yes, Jim, I know I call you names, but that's because you started it first. I explained, no, I did not. He said, you started it. I shook my head. No, Jim, you did, I said. No, Junie B, you did, he said. No, you did. No, you did. No, you. All of a sudden, Jim raised his hand in the air, and he waved it all around. I called on him. Jim, I said. Maybe we both started it, Junie B, he said. And maybe we both started calling out your names on the same day. Just then, I started to smile, because that would be fair of us, I think. After that, I skipped around in a happy circle on account of this was a nice development. I grabbed his hand. Hey, Jim, let's go tell Miss that we're friends, won't you? Because she will get a kick out of this, probably. But all of a sudden, that Jim plopped down on the floor, and he wasn't even, he wouldn't even budge. I started I stared and stared at the top of his head. Okay, this doesn't actually seem like a good start for us, Jim, I said. He looked up at me. I know, he said, but I can't tell the teacher that I like you. I can't tell anyone. If I tell people, it will ruin everything. I wrinkled my eyebrows. Everything like what, I said. Like, all my friends will know that I like girls, and it will be embarrassing, he said. Plus, room nine won't ever be the same again. I didn't understand. Why, Jim? Why won't it be the same? Because it will be dull and boring, that's why, he said. Because if you and I like each other, then it won't, then I won't tease you anymore. And if I don't tease you anymore, then you won't tease me back. And that means you won't shout silly, funny things that make people laugh. He thinks she's funny. He rocked back and forth on his feet, very bashful. You make room nine sparky, he said, kind of quiet. After that, he smiled very cute and he made me poke and he poked my arm with his finger, and he made a spark sound. Zzz, he said, zzz, zzz. <laughs> I laughed very loud, and I sparked him right back. Zzz, zzz. And so guess what? Then me and that silly guy started chasing each other all over room night, and we kept poking each other and sparking. Zzz, 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 zzz. And it was the funnest game I ever heard of. Only too bad for us, because all of a sudden, we heard a noise at the door. Oh, no, it was Miss... She caught us in the room. Hey, what's going on in here? She said, you two are supposed to be on the playground. Me and Jim stopped very fast. Then Jim looked nervous at me because he was afraid I would tell his secret, I think. Then all of a sudden I pointed to him, kind of mad. It's his fault, I said, because Jim poked me and made a sparky sound. And then I had to poke him back and made a sparky sound too, only he couldn't let me be the end of it. So we pretty soon we were chasing and sparking and chasing and sparking, and only just now you came in the door. And so chasing and sparking is are over, apparently. And so we will just be on our way to the playground, I believe. I tapped her. Pardon me while I get by, I said very polite. Miss rolled her eyes on her way back. Miss rolled her eyes way back into her head. Honestly, you two, it's Valentine's Day, she said. Can't you get along for just one day? After that, she took us by our hands and she marched us outside. We waited for her to leave. 
That's cute. She tried to hide his secret. Then he looked at me kind of shy. You did good, he said. Thank you for not telling my secret. I smiled at that nice boy. That's okay. Thank you for my mushy-gushy valentine, I said back. After that, I faced my eyeballs at him. Wink, wink, Jim, I said. Wink, wink, wink. <laughs> and guess what else? He pointed his eyeballs right back at me and he winked perfectly. <gasps> he actually knows how to wink. After that, we runned off the playground with our friends or else people might think we liked each other and that would ruin everything. This is how come I never told anybody about Jim's secret, not even my bestest friends, Lucille and Grace, because Meanie Jim is the bestest secret admirer I ever had. And guess what else? Room 9 is still staying sparky. Okay, that is probably my favorite Junie B. Jones book so far. Same. Oh my gosh, that was so cute. Look how cute she is. She's pretty darling. Did that book give you like good feelings in your heart? Because yeah. they actually like each other. Mm -hmm. Me too. You know what that means? What? You love love. That makes no sense. Like, I love love. Yeah, like when people love, love each other, you love it. You love love. Love makes you happy and also makes you fart, apparently. <laughs> okay, let me see that tooth before we stop the podcast. Oh, my God. This thing, it's like barely hanging on. How is it still in there? All right. Okay, you goony bird. Hey! <laughs> oh, I think your Toby wants some attention. I think, can you turn him off while you go to sleep? I don't know how to okay. turn him off. Yeah. Okay, say good night. It turns off by itself. Uh, say good night. Good night. Welcome to book 14, and I just found a little coincidency. Book 14 is the Valentine's Day one, and Valentine's Day is February 14th, and I wonder if she did, did that on purpose. And now I'm second-guessing everything I know because maybe the Christmas one is book 25. And if there's a birthday one, maybe it's the birthday of her daughter. Yeah. Interesting. I wonder if she has a purpose to her numbers now. It's all making sense. Everything in life makes sense now. What do you think? Okay. Okay. Do you want to tell everybody what um, I did today? Yeah. What did I buy? Um, <laughs> I don't know. Two. What did I buy two of? Mm. Remember I showed you pictures? Two snakes. Yeah, I did. I bought two snakes. And they're so cute. <clears throat> I don't know if anybody has moms like Peyton, but I love animals. Any kind of animal I love, right? Even a lion? If if people were allowed to have lions, I probably would have them. Um, Just one, because I'm sure it poops a lot. Oh but for God. sure, are you kidding me? If they were safe to have? Two. I mean, yes. Yeah. I mean, it no, wouldn't I mean, be cool. I mean, I wouldn't have one. Like right now, I'm just saying, if it was safe to have, for sure. You wouldn't want a lion? I mean, yeah, I would actually, because then I could be like... Oh my god, if it was safe, he could like cuddle. Like the whole edge of your bed would be a lion, and you could stick your feet underneath him, and it would be so warm. And honestly, cats, you know how Hank has a hard time getting up in your bed? Because mm -hmm. he like, cats just jump. So we just like jump. And then you'd wake up in the middle of the night to this like foot head going like this to you. <laughs> You'd be like, what would you name him? I, um, Mufasa! Stop! Go lay down! <laughs> imagine, if he, imagine if he was like Paris and he crawls on your chin and then puts his head under your neck. <laughs> that would be one heavy cat. Huh? Yeah. Okay, I, bet we, I, I think we should, might be able to just jump into this book already. Mm -hmm. Don't fall asleep this time. You always fall asleep. And then it's weird because I'm doing a kid podcast. It's supposed to be with you. And then I feel like a weird, creepy grown-up by myself. Okay? This is this is for you. Don't fall asleep. <laughs> Here, you know what? Sit up, actually. Here. Here, sit up. Yeah, I can already see your eyes getting all weird and tired. <laughs> no. Sit up. Okay. You got it? Okay. Keep your eyes open. No, 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 no. Your head's too far back. You're going to get comfortable. All right. 
<laughs> Book 14, Junie B. Jones and the Mushy Gushy Valentine. She calls it Valentine Valentine with an M. That's funny. Chapter one, party ideas, which you should pay attention to this because guess what? You're gonna have a Valentine's Day party coming up soon and you might get some ideas. Okay. Okay. Chapter one, party ideas. My name is Junie B. Jones. The B stands for Beatrice, except I don't like Beatrice. I just like B, that's all. Yep. I go to school in room nine. Room nine is where they have afternoon afternoon kindergarten. That's right. Also, they have morning kindergarten, but I'm not familiar with that arrangement. Today at school, my teacher had announcement to make. Announcement is the school word for listen to me and I mean it. My teacher's name is Miss. She has another name too, but I like Miss and that's all. Miss told us that we're gonna have a special day in room nine and it's called Valentine's Day. She said, oh, you're already yawning. Oh my gosh. <laughs> now I'm gonna yawn. You yawned before me? Oh geez Louise. Miss told us that we're going to have a special day in room nine and it's called Valentine's Day. She said that Valentine's Day are special cards about friendship and all of us in room nine are going to give them to each other. <coughs> My bestest friend Lucille squealed real happy. Oh, I love getting cards, teacher, she said. Especially love getting the kind with money in them. Money is my favorite kind of mail. Okay, this little brat would, ugh, she would not be invited to your birthday party. No. She's a snob. No. Me too, Lucille, I said. Money is my favorite kind of mail too. Plus, I also enjoy publishers, clearing, house, sweepstakes. Missed it a chuckle. Well, I'm sorry, girls, but I'm afraid there won't be any money in our Valentines, she said. In room nine, we will just be sending happy wishes to each other, but it will still be lots of fun. She smiled. We'll be making special Valentines boxes to hold all the cards. And on the day of our party, I will personally deliver the cards to each of you, she explained. Just then, I jumped right out of my chair because nobody even mentioned a party before. Hooray, I yelled, hooray for parties. Can we have cake and donuts, miss? And what about these cheese popcorn and cotton candy and pretzels and candy apples? I thought some more. Plus also, we'll need red licorice. Ugh. Do you like red licorice? Dude, red yes. licorice makes me barfity barf. Ugh. The smell of it. <laughs> Seriously, I can't even get, ugh, get it away from me. And peanut butter cups, probably. And chocolate covered raisins. Ooh, raisins also make me barf. You don't like raisins either? Ugh. Oh yeah, and malted milk balls. Oh, and gummy bears. Oh, I do like gummy bears. Do you know what I love? Mm. My favorites. Uh, um, 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 um. Sour Patch Kids. Same. Yum to the yum yum. Dove chocolate. I love dove chocolate because it's really smooth and silky in my mouth. And not only do I like gummy bears, but I love chocolate-covered gummy bears. In fact, my mouth is salivating right now. Do you know what salivating is? It's like when your mouth waters and you want it real bad. Now I want chocolate-covered gummy bears. Dang it. I looked all over her. Oh, I'm so sorry. I looked over at her. Maybe you should be writing this down, I said. Miss Sugarhead, no. She said we would have cupcakes, punch, and candy hearts. I sat down very disappointed because not much thought went into that menu, that's why. Lucille stood up. What kind of punch, teacher, she asked. Will it have fresh raspberries and strawberries floating in it? My Nana's care always puts fresh raspberries and strawberries in our punch, and it is delicious. After that, Lucille twirled around in her fluffy dress. And what about dancing? Am I learning, I am learning ballroom dancing at my expensive dancing school, and so I would be happy to teach the children who are cheaper than me. Oh, this kid! Oh, she's gonna get popped in high school. Miss, started, Miss stared at Lucille for a long time. How very generous of you, she said, but I don't think we'll be having ballroom dancing, Lucille. I think she thinks Lucille's a snob too. Uh, Jamal Hall waved his hand in the air. Then what about puppet, a puppet show, he asked. If we can't have dancing, can we have a puppet show? Yes, a girl named Lenny said. Uh, uh, yes, said a girl named Lenny, or else maybe we could hire a magician. Or, what about a mad wild animal act, asked a boy named Roger. 
like grizzly bear or a sea lion. Well, these kids have some wild party ideas. Just then, a boy named Polly Allen Puffer ran into the front of the room, and he jumped up and down all over the place. No, wait. I've got it. I've got it, he shouted real excited. We could get some of those jugglers who juggle chainsaws. Okay, that sounds really dangerous. And also not fun at all. After that, room nine clapped and whistled and hooted and hollered. Because who doesn't love a chainsaw juggler? That's what I would like to know. Uh, my mom and me does. I don't, it seems a little risky. I don't know, man. After we finished clapping, we looked at Miss. Her head was on the desk and her eyes staring were staring out the door. Then all of the children in room nine got very quiet. Because Miss was scary. Was scaring us a little bit. Plus, also, we're out of party ideas. Chapter two. Scribble scraps. The next day, me and my bestest friend named Grace were playing on the playground, and guess what? We saw <gasps> Miss Carrie, a giant box, into room nine. It was the box we were going to decorate for Valentine's Day, I think. Wowie, wow, wow. That thing will hold a million bajillion Valentine cards, I said, real thrilled. That Grace did a frown at me. Stop saying Valentine, Junie B. She said, you keep saying Valentine with an M sound. You're supposed to say Valentine with an N sound. I did a frown at her. Who said so, I asked. I said so, said that Grace. Didn't you hear my voice? I just got finished telling you. It has an N in it. Val okay. The word is Valentine. I did a huffy breath at that girl. You are not the boss of my words, Grace, I said. This is a free country. Oh, she said freed. This is a freed country, and I want to say Valentine, I can, and I will not even go to jail. That Grace looked annoying. It looked annoyed at me. I didn't say you would go to jail, Junie B. She said, I was just, I just wish that you would say that word correctly. That's all. Oh boy, she's snappy at her, huh? Yeah, well, we can't always have what we wish for, Grace, I told her. I wish that Valentine had an M in it, and I, but it doesn't, does it? After that, me and that Grace made squinty eyes at each other. Plus, we also crossed our arms and we tapped our angry feet. Only pretty soon we got tired of fighting because fighting with your friend is not that fun. That's how come both of us hugged each other and we said apology. Oh my gosh, they apologized without even having been told to say that? <laughs> That's pretty mature, right? I have to say, those are two good friends. Sorry, Junie B, said that Grace. I tried to be the boss of your words. Sorry, Grace, I said back. Sorry, Valentine doesn't have an M in it. After that, both of us holded hands and we skipped all the way to room nine. No, those are, that is a cute pair of best friends. What do you think? Yeah. Their moms always do their hair really well and they always have like bows in their hair. It's cute. That is called a victory skip. And guess what else? After we got to room nine, Miss said it was time to decorate the Valentine box. Everybody quick sat down in their seats and we watched Miss cover the box with shiny white paper. Plus, also, she cut a mail slot in the top. <sighs> After that, all of the children got our scissors and we cut out paper hearts and pasted them to the sides. I cut my fastest. Look, miss, miss, look, I said, I'm already done cutting my heart. And so I had the fastest scissors in room nine, probably. Just then, a meanie boy named... Jim. Yep, a meanie boy named Jim jumped up from his chair. No, you don't. Look over here, I already cut two hearts. See, one, two. So ha-ha on you, he said. I quick cut another heart. Yeah, well, now I have two. And so you are not the winner anymore, meanie Jim. Jim held up one more. Three, he yelled. I just cut number three, so I'm still ahead of you. I made my scissors go speedy fast. Now I have three, too, so there. Jim did a fast knit. Four, I am up to four, he said. That's how come I got frustration inside me. Stop it, Jim. Stop cutting a fat so fast, and I mean it. After that, I tried to cut one more heart, but my scissors went out of control, and my heart turned out like scribble scraps. Darn it, now look what you made me do, I yelled real mad. All of a sudden, a big hand came flying over the top of my head and it snatched my scissors right out of my fingers. Oh boy. Our teacher looks mad. 
I bended my head back to see who it was. It was Miss. I did a gulp. I was afraid it was you, I said, kind of soft. Then Miss went to Jim's table and she snatched his scissors too. So me and him had to sit in our chairs the rest of the day and we didn't get to decorate the Valentine's box. Well, that's kind of harsh. Jeez. Honestly, if these kids always fight, why does she sit them right next to each other? Yeah. That's what I would like to know. She's a professional teacher. She should know these things. Yeah. Just saying. Because our cutting days were over, that's why. And our pasting days never even got started. I'm going to be honest. I think her teacher judges what the punishment should be based on what mood she's in. And I think that's inconsistent. And I think that that's not fair. Because sometimes she's yeah. super patient and sometimes she's like super rude. Chapter 3. Picking out Valentine's. The Valentine's box turned out to be very beautiful. After it was finished, Miss passed out. List for us to take home. Ooh. The list had the names of the children's in room 9. There are 18 children in our class. And Miss said Miss, so that means everyone needs to bring 18 Valentines. I raised my hand. Do we bring Valentines for ourselves too, I asked. Well, no, she said. I mean, there's no rule against it, I suppose. But if Valentines are really supposed to be given to others, I thought for a second. Oops, I said, I guess that means I made a mistake, doesn't it, she said. Since you won't be bringing in cards for yourself, you will only need 17 Valentines. I raised my hand again. Yeah, only what if I want to bring one for myself? Or what if I want to bring one for you, miss? I asked. Miss raised her eyebrows. Well, then we'd back up to 18 again, wouldn't you? She said. 17 plus 1 equals 18. I tapped my chin. Yeah, well, what if there's people in here who don't actually like that much? Do you, do I have to bring them a valentine too? Yes, Junie B, she said. Of course you have, you do. Valentine's Day is a day of friendship for everyone. Don't close your eyes. You look like you're getting cozy falling asleep, girl. <laughs> so every single boy and girl in room nine will bring a card for every other boy and girl. After M Miss finished explaining, she sat down, uh, back down on her desk, and I zoomed up there and whispered in her ear, yeah, only I know I have to bring cards to the regular boys and girls, I said real soft, but I don't have to bring cards to big, fat, stinky heads, do I? All of a sudden, Miss throwed her arms in the air. Yes, Junie B, yes you do, she said for the last time. You'll bring a card for everyone in room nine, even the big fat stinky heads. <laughs> That's what her teacher said. Just then, all of room nine looked at her, because the teacher is not supposed to say big fat stinky heads, I think. Yeah, she loses her temper. After that, Miss closed her eyes for a real long time, and then finally she stood up real very slow. And she went to the sink. I think she took an aspirin. The next day was Saturday, and it was the funnest Saturday ever. Because Daddy took me to the drugstore, and he bought Drug? me the... Well, the drugstore is like, you know, the store that... A drugstore is called, um, let's see here, like Walgreens, a drugstore. You can go to Target, too, but they probably just don't have a Target there. Because he bought me beautiful heart antennas for my head. Plus, also, he let me pick out my very own box of Valentines. After we got home, Mother helped me pick out the perfect card for every person in room nine. First, I picked a card for my bestest friend, Lucille. It had lovely princess on the front of it. This one, Mother, I said, I will give Lucille this one because when she grows up, she is going to marry an expensive prince. And so she is going to let me and Grace sweep her castle. Plus, she also is going to... She Plus, we will also get to wear her raggedy, used-up gowns. Mother looked and looked at me. Lucille is a regular saint, she said real quiet. I know it, I said. Me and Grace are so lucky to have her. Wait, you can't fall asleep yet because we still have to talk about snow day. Here, sit up for a sec. Mm -mm. I know it. After that, I found the perfect card for Grace, too. It had two running shoes on the front of it. Mother read me the words. It said, Valentine... You and I make the perfect pair. We do, Mother. Me and that Grace make the perfect pair because that Grace and me, that Grace can beat me at running. And I can beat that Grace with lots of other stuff. And I wouldn't actually have found anything on it. <laughs> After that, I picked out 
Special cards for all of the other children in room nine. I have to tickle Peyton because she's falling asleep and we have to talk about snow day today. <laughs> you had your very first snow day. <laughs> okay, are you awake now? <laughs> no. Okay. Every time I picked out a valentine, mother crossed the name off the list. Finally, there was one name left. Jim, said mother. What do you think she's going to pick for Jim? <laughs> you still need to pick a card for Jim. I did a big sigh because I didn't want to give that guy one, of course. And I looked all through my box of Valentines. Then all of a sudden I saw a card with a funky, funny skunk on the front. That one, I said. I will send that one to Jim. Mother shook her head. I don't know, Junie B. She said a picture of a skunk just doesn't seem very nice. Put it in an envelope. I put it in an envelope. Perfect, I said. Because neither is Jim. That's funny. Her mom said, that doesn't seem very nice. And she said, perfect, because neither is Jim. That's clever. Okay, listen, you cannot fall asleep because we have to talk about the snow day today. It was so exciting. And it was your first snow day. No, it wasn't. Okay, we're taking a pause break and we're talking about snow. Today, yeah. it snowed, well, it started snowing last night. And we woke up to about eight to 10 inches of snow. And how many snowmen did you make today, Peyton? How many snowmen did you make? You made you made one last night, and you guys made four at Gigi and Nunu's, huh? Mm, mm, three. You said you made four. I forgot. Sorry. It's okay. I started to make a snowman, and then I realized I made the balls too small. Oh, so you didn't? Yeah, and they broke. No. Dang it. And do you know how Peyton made snowmen? You guys literally made a little ball, and then you r literally rolled it, and it picked up the snow. That, I've seen it in movies where, like, a big snowball rolls down the hill, you know, and it slowly gets bigger and bigger, and that actually happens. If it rolls, it picks up snow and gets bigger. Is that why you rolled it? How did you learn that? I saw Carter... And on YouTube, like, I saw, like, like I was watching uh, Azzy. Yeah. And, she, like, she was watching, like, snow stuff at mm -hmm. And, like, this guy was, like, growing snow on his fence. No. And it was, like, big. It was, like, Dude. huge. That's crazy. Carter is smart. If Carter's listening, do you want to say hi to Carter? Hi. You better say it excited, because he's going to be so excited that you said his name on the podcast. Hi, Carter. I'm tired. Hi, Carter. She's so tired. She's, like, actually falling asleep. All right. One more chapter before we go night-night. And you are so falling asleep on me, huh? You're going to leave me the creepy grown-ups reading the kids without my kid. It's weird. All right. Chapter four, the disagreement. On Monday, I skipped to room nine. Very thrilled. Miss, miss, look, I said I have all my Valentines for my big, giant Valentines box. They are right here in this paper bag that I am carrying. I run and showed her inside. See them? See them, miss? I matched every single card to the exact person I will get. Who will get it, I explained. Miss patted my head. She said the word, good job. Then, then she took my hand and she showed me how to put my valentines through the mail slot. I do believe that you are the very first person in room nine to bring your card, said Miss. <clears throat> I did a gasp at that exciting news. First, Miss? I asked. I am really, really the first? After that, I springed way high in the air and I ran around in a circle. I've never been the first at anything before, I said real squealy. Not ever, ever, never. And that is why my prize for the, that, and so what is my prize for the winning? I closed my eyes and held my hands up. Put it right in my hand, okay, miss? I wouldn't even peek, I promise. After that, I stood there real patient. <laughs> but nothing got put in my hands. Finally, miss bended down to eat. Thank you. Junie B, honey, I'm really sorry, but there's no price, she said. We weren't actually having a contest. My eyes opened. We weren't, I asked. Miss shook her head, no. My shoulders slumped a little, a teeny bit. 
So then a prize would be out of the question, I probably, I said. Miss Shrugged. I'm afraid I don't have, I didn't buy a prize, she said. After that, I rocked back and forth on my feet and I thought and thought. Would you have a mint in your drawer, maybe? Or some stickers, I asked. Miss smiled. Then she took me to her desk and we looked in the drawer. How about a broken piece of chalk and a yellow rubber band, she said. Sold, I said. After that, Miss told me congratulations and she gave me my prizes. I quick skipped to my table to show them to Lucille. She wrinkled up her nose. Yuck. Have you been going through the trash can again, she asked. No, silly, these are my prizes, I said. I got prizes for being bringing my valentine then first. Lucille smoothed out her dress. Yes, well, I will have... I would have brought my cards in today, too, but they're not back from the printers yet, she told me. Oh, my gosh, she had them printed. Ugh. What? I said, the printers? Printers is where they print my name on a card, she said. Wait until you see them, Junie B. Every card will have love and kisses from Lucille on the bottom of it. She hugged herself. They are so beautiful, she said. Each valentine has a cherry lollipop in front and a lollipop in the shape of Cupid. I sighed very dreamy. Cupid is a symbol of Valentine's Day, you know, she said. Of course I know, I said. Plus, also skunks and shoes are symbols of Valentine's Day too, because that's what are on my cards. After that, me and Lucille did our work till recess. Then both of us went outside to play with our bestest friends named Grace. Only too bad for us because Lucille kept bragging about our Valentine's Day. And so that's how come she, she and that Grace got into a disagreement. I am going to get more Valentines than you, anyone, bragged Lucille. That's because the boys love me better than any other girl. And they will bring me lots and lots of cards. Grace looked curious at her. But Miss said to only bring one card for every boy and girl, remember? Not lots and lots. Grace uh, Lucille flounced her flouncy dress. Silly Grace, look at me for goodness sake. I am precious. And when you're precious, boys automatically bring you lots of valentines. They just can't help themselves. She twirled around. I am the cutest girl in room nine, Grace, she said. I am way cuter than anyone else. She giggled and pointed. Even you. After that, Grace did a little frown. After that, oh, Grace said, because that hurt her feelings, I think. I tapped on Lucille. Yeah, only Grace is the nicest, Lucille, I said. And so maybe the boys will bring her lots of valentines, too. Lucille did a huffy breath at me. But I'm richer than Grace, Junie B, so there's another reason to bring me more, she said. I thought for a minute. Yes, but Grace can run faster, I said. So, Lucille said, my hair is longer and boys like long hair. I looked at that Grace's head. But Grace's hair is springier and curlier, I said, and that is cute as a button. Lucille made squinty eyes at me. But I have a big screen TV and a pool, she said real loud. That's okay, me and that Grace leaned our heads together and we got in a huggle. Finally, I looked up at Lucille and here's what we came up with. Grace can whistle, whistle through her teeth, plus she can wiggle her ears, and also she can dribble a basketball through her legs while she's running. Lucille jumped up and down. But I have a pony, she said. I patted her very sympathetic. Sorry, I said real soft, but Grace has a snake. After that, Lucille's shoulders got very sagging, and she sat down in the grass, because boys love snakes better than anything. Pretty soon, that Grace sat next to Lucille, and she put her arm around her shoulders, and she patted her. Because guess what else? Grace is a good sport. Isn't that sweet of Grace, Peyton? Oh, you wouldn't answer because you're asleep. Are you like totally asleep? Dang, she's out, you guys. Okay, we will finish tomorrow.